Hello, and welcome back to another episode of RAM. Today, we're going to go with the A stands for A. Ramblings of a man, just because I can't quite put a finger on what to call it. I don't have any A words that coordinate with today's topic. Also, today's topic is um, is actually just a ramble, because I had something written down and stored away in my wallet to talk about, but <clears throat> I tried looking for it and it wasn't there, and so now I'm just going to have to go with a ramble. <laughs> of mine um and it's one that i always have like an inner dialogue about um also if you hear any rumblings that's either like a pillow or my dog uh, who decided to rest near me as i record this so today's topic is about perspective um just a couple things i wanted to talk about perspective um what i mean when i say perspective what i'm referring to when i say a different perspective Um, We're just going to clarify that pretty quickly in a second. But just kind of like an overview of what I want to talk about first is, uh, you know, clarify what I mean when I say perspective, but the differences in perspective when it comes to situations or or life or even a dialogue, like a conversation. Um, And a really big one is uh, relationships, whether it be your own relationship or I, your perspective on others' relationships. Um, and if I can, if I can remember it, this is a, a, like a minor point. I want to tackle like our perspective on entertainment and what we view as entertainment. <clears throat> but without further ado, let me explain what I mean when I say perspective. When I say the word perspective, I'm kind of... Um, really targeting on the person's outlook um how someone views something how and someone understands it um not necessarily what they're looking at but how they perceive it um because i believe perspective um kind of goes into not just what you're looking at but how you're understanding what you're looking at and that's why it differs for so many of us because so many of us will look at the same thing And this is me stepping into the actual ramble now. So many of us will look at the same exact thing and understand it completely different. The best way to interpret this would be like freeform art. Freeform art is one of those things that has eluded me for so many years until I actually sat down and did a piece. Um, And now I kind of can understand it because you can understand what the artist may have been going for. You're like... (laughs) like if i was to show or be shown a piece of freeform art and it's like a a red squiggle on top of a white space surrounded with black dots on the exterior you could say something like oh that red streak is like anger seeping through in the middle of someone's emptied mind or it's like a righteous indignation uh throughout a seething anger that clears out and whitens all other thoughts and just that explanation some of you are probably like what is this guy talking about but for those who might who maybe could envision what i was talking about um and who have a familiarity with like art you're like yeah that kind of makes sense i could see that and it's funny how my perspective changes when i've interacted with it 
See, because I was so unfamiliar with it, right? And sometimes that happens when we're unfamiliar with what we're looking at. We're not going to get the complete and maybe even proper understanding of what it is we're looking at or what it is we should be thinking of what we're looking at or what guys or no, not guys. Well, yeah, maybe the, the, no, not guys. I wanted to say like what guided because some, some things are, are there for guided thinking. It's not there to give you an exact answer. Like art is, is a lot of times is guided thinking. It's like, it should be along these lines. Like if I should like a, the, the same thing, the red squiggly line in the center of a mainly white canvas with black dots on the edges. If you said, I see a blue tur- turtle racing a yellow hair in that image, I would look at you and say, what are you talking about? You see how not, not, that doesn't correlate at all. You say, well, it's art. And that reminds me of an art piece I saw last week. Well, I said, well, is it by the same author? Do you know if the author was inspired by it? You know what I'm saying? That's sort of guided thinking. Now, if you said, wow, this book really reminds me of the murder of snow hares in the Arctic, I could say, I actually could see that. It's a white canvas. There's a little black dots around it. And there's like a red stain in the middle. So a red like squiggly line. That's fine. I can see that. You're like, okay, that's that correlates right it's i mean that might not be what the author was going for maybe the author was going for a more like expression um piece where uh, the colors kind of represent emotions which is you know why we correlate colors with emotions like if you put blue it's sad if you put black it's like nothingness or if you put white it's like nothingness um you know red is anger uh purple is I don't know, royalty? I don't know what you guys associate purple with. Maybe, like, pink is love. Stuff like that. Like, we, but we associate colors with emotions, and that's kind of what guided thinking falls into. Um, but... Oh, gosh. My bones. I'm old. I'm really old. I'm not, I'm not that old. I just turned into an adult. This is crazy. Oh, and now my, now my dog wants to leave. Give me a second... You guys get to have a coffee break. Did you hear that? No, that's nice. So sorry about that rudimentary ending. But, alright, cool. We're back now with um, guided thinking. Let's see. Um, Yeah, you know, I I feel like certain things are there to give you a certain train of thought. Um, It's not saying where, you know, it's up to you where you decide to stop the train. Um, to where you decide to stop your thinking, where your thinking leads you to. But we should all be on the same train. Uh, just because that was like a part of the last segment, I'm going to ramble on about something else now. Um, I kind of want to talk about varied perspectives on... Maybe let's get into relationships. That sounds fun. And I have more personal anecdotes that apply to it. So my experience is a bit more readily available I'm a little new to art and um I mean I don't know my only guided thinking experience would be like reading books whether that be like the bible itself or um books in a class like ooh, I love the the only book I really went into in high school was like 1984 I mean like we tore that book up in high school so I I, I think I, I like that one a lot just because of that 
Um, I didn't even read the whole thing, by the way. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just read um, enough to get the class, but like my class really tore it up. That's besides the point. That's besides the point. I'm not in high school anymore. Not in high school anymore. Ah! But I think the best way to comprehend what I mean when I say perspectives in relationships is how the uh, one person perceives another or how a third party perceives both. Um, and thir- the, thing is, the thing about third parties is almost everyone else other than you and a person is in th- that third party. Um, it doesn't matter really your relationship to them because if, if they're not A and B, then they have to be C and above. Um, so what I mean by that is like, say it's brother and sister, your mom your dad, your cousins, strangers, everyone else is a third party because they're not in that one-on-one relationship. So I, I feel like I said relationship, and y'all thought I was going to get into dating, but, you know, I wanted to give a a more platonic um, and kind of common relationship. Um, so, yeah. You know, if, if there's a dispute between the brother and sister, let's say the... Sister accidentally, let's say your sister, I'm, I'm going to say your, um, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the brother. I don't have a lot of experience as a sister. I apologize, but I do have more experience as the brother. Um, so let's say your sister, my sister went and took my candy bars. Another thing is I have a surplus of candy bars. I have 18 candy bars. So I don't really have an issue with giving a singular 18, dropping my candy bar total to 17, and to give one away to my sister. Now, I do have an issue with not being told of this. So let's say that she took one. She she asked me the day before. She was like, oh, dang, you got a lot of chocolate. I'm like, yeah, just let me know if you ever want some. That's fine. I'm like, yeah, I got chocolate. I got chocolate for days, man. That's no problem. She goes and take She goes and takes one without telling me. I get back and I see that my candy stash has depleted just a little bit. And I say, who took my candy bar? And why did they take my candy bar? So I go and I backtrack in my mind a little bit. I said, who could have taken my candy bar? Who showed interest in my candy bar? Who had access to my stash? Who knew where my stash was? And my thinking ends up landing me on my sister as the main culprit. So I go and approach her and I say... Listen, sis, why'd you touch my chocolate barriade, huh? And she said, I thought you said I could take some. All I had to do was ask. Or actually, you know what? So a lot of times, she won't even, you know, they won't even mention that part. They'll just say, I thought you said I could have some. And you would, you know, you'd interrupt with saying, yes, but I said, you have to ask. I said, just let me know. And the point of letting the person know from like my perspective or from like the brother's perspective could be just so he could catalog it, just so he could inventory it, you know what I'm saying? Inventory it was a lovely a lovely statement. I don't think that's pro- I don't think that's accurate or grammatically correct at all, but I'm sorry. <clears throat> my grammar Nazis, I'm sorry. But you know the brother was just trying to <clears throat> keep up with his chocolate. He wasn't trying to you know deny her access to the goods but he was just trying to organize himself 
right? So for him, it's an organizational thing. For her, it was just like, I just, you said I could, so what's the issue? Um, but now, you know, they have a, a just a quick back and forth conversation, and maybe their brother's a little bit more mature. So he's like, okay, that's fine. Just next time, please let me know. So I'm just trying to keep track of it. You're fine. Enjoy your candy bar, whatever. <clears throat> and the sister is also equally mature, and she says, yep, you're right. I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that. I completely understand. Uh, I'll let you know next time. And then they both go their separate ways. But let's say they have that argument in the living room. The living room is a common space. It's a common area. So that means the brother and sister's mother might have seen it. Maybe another sibling could have seen it. Now, from their perspective, from the outside perspective, and like I said, that, that means everyone is outside, no matter your relationship to them. Because if even if... Even if they had this common space like over the phone, right? And maybe the sister was in a Publix and she had this like quick argument at Publix. And the brother's home, the sister's at Publix. So the brother has family members watching him, sister has strangers watching them. What is their perspective going to be? Now, the, th- the third party perspective changes slightly depending on how much the person knows you. Because if this is a, like, common commonality for you, like, quick arguments, boom, 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 then maybe your mother's like, oh, they had a little dispute, whatever. And she goes on about her day. Um, but if that's not too common, then they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, is there an argument going on? What's happening? Why are you fighting with your sister? I heard you say your sister's name. What happened? Did she take your chocolates? What's going on? Um, and then the strangers are gonna, going to say on... The same thing, like, are they fighting? What's going on? That's a lot of yelling. Um, that's some pretty harsh language. It's an aggressive tone. What's going on over here? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and you can apply, like, well, like, what is the proper way of thinking as a third party? Or Actually, I want to, let's, let's break down each person. We're going to go first, second, and third. The sister is second. The brother is first. Everyone else is third. All right, so the first person, first person thinking, um, we kind of already broke it down, right? He just wanted to organize his stuff. He doesn't have an issue. Let's say the brother needed the chocolates because he was going to repurpose them. He was going to, he's been collecting them at a lower cost, and he was going to sell them amongst his peers, um, wherever he goes to work at, you know, or you know, he just wanted them for himself because he's a greedy chocolate loving boy, right? And the sister. She just wanted to get the second person, second perspective, um, wants something that the first person has, but, you know, would like to have it for their own joy and was told that they could have it, was told that it was available, it was open to them, that there's no issue with them having it. And so the second perspective sees the first as open and giving, and that's fine. Right, but for the third person, if they see a conversation between one and two, everyone else and the third is, is a little confused, right? And this is where you can, you see, we're seeing the same thing, right? Two people maybe on the phone or two people in person having a, an, a, a more fast-paced, aggressive, maybe loud conversation. And you have to ask yourself, well, what's going on? Now, depending on the setting, right? When the setting changes, maybe the... Um, 
the reading of the situation changes a little bit as well. Say maybe the sister wasn't in a grocery store, but she was in an office building. Or say she was at a clinic. Or say she was at somewhere where she's supposed to be quiet, right? Now, now it changes from, it could be, oh, that person's having an argument to, oh, this lady looks very unprofessional. Or maybe she, um... Like, say the sister was watching a movie at the time, and she's trying to, like, whisper argue, and she's like, Ah, shut up. This is your fault. I thought you said I could have somebody talking about. Shut up, Nico. I'm trying to watch a movie. Ugh. Um, or whatever, you know. Maybe, maybe that's happening. And maybe the brother's like, Ugh, listen here, and and Exoria, I can't believe you just stole my chocolate. What is wrong with you? Can't you see that? I, I, you were supposed to tell me. I told you to tell me first. I didn't just tell you to, like, just take it and leave. What the heck? I said, if you ask me, I'll give you some. That's fine. Just please let me know next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anxoria's in the, the wrong or whatever. But you see how, depending on who's watching in the area they're watching in, it kind of changes their perspective, right? And maybe the, the third party's opinion about first and second also changes their understanding of what's going on because the mother sees the both as their as their children or the father or the family member sees them as relatives they're not going to maybe diminish their character like their mental image the mental character image that they have of one in like the brother and sister the mom's not going to say they're worse people because of it no they're just having an argument because they're siblings <gasps> maybe out in the street like in, in public, maybe if they have this argument in public, um, a stranger might say, wow, these, these are some pretty aggressive people. These are some pretty rowdy people. Um, they might diminish their character because of it. And that's why I think having, like understanding your perspective. And it's not, when I wanted to ramble about perspective, I wanted to, I, I did want to talk about things like this, but I want to talk about the fact that we can clearly see how different and how our understanding of someone changes um, depending on whose shoes we're in. But you have to understand that you're, especially as a third party, because that's where you're going to be a lot of the times, you're always going to see something. Um, there's just a lot happening, whether it's on the news, whether it's on social media, whether it's right in front of you, uh, whether it's, you know, it happened in the past too because you know you you've seen things in the past and you still hold some thought about it if you can think of it right (laughs) get it but what we have to understand is that our we just have to understand that our perspective is construed because a lot of times the third parties can have a conversation like if two strangers were watching this fight happen what would those two strangers say about you know the brother and sister would they say oh Wow, maybe they're family, or maybe something's happened, but it might not be a big deal. Would they say, oh my gosh, there's some rowdy individuals in this store, maybe we shouldn't come to this store anymore. Would they say, oh my gosh, that lady's crazy, I might have to call the cops on her. Or, oh, that guy's crazy, I might have to call the cops on him. So, we we have to understand that sometimes our perspective construes our understanding of the situation. We're not going to have a clear 100% image or 
roundabout idea of the situation because we're, we maybe we're not in it, maybe we're not a part of it, maybe we don't understand the individuals inside of the con- the situation itself, um, and or maybe it's not it's not a conversation that needs to involve us, and that last point kind of attributes to let's say social media beef. Let's say you have two influencers who are beefing online. Now, influencers, I think, are kind of dumb for their decisions. I think decisions are dumb. Not the influencers themselves. I think some sometimes the decision to take a personal dispute and put it public and expect to not have some sort of backlash or people giving strong opinions about it i think it's a dumb move to take a personal argument put it public and expect people to understand that it is a personal argument and that they simply want to clarify that that you know one and two is fine like if the brother and sister went online and said no worries guys we've got chocolate left over big sis can eat some and we still have some victory to the people something stupid like that you might have you might have someone come along, some third party come along and say, under that same post, yeah man, I hate it when my big sis or my little sis tastes my chocolate like that. Man, siblings can be so whack. I hate sisters. Boom, post it because that's what they understood the argument as. Now, you know, and and now maybe more and more people. The thing is that that it's not just one person; it's like thousands of people, and it's a lot of people. And the, and maybe they'll go and berate the sister. How dare you take the chocolate? He said you should have asked him first. Yada yada yada. And and that, see, this is what happens. Um, so maybe as a third party, why why do you feel the need? One, why do you feel the need to share that? I'm sorry. That's a little. That's that's my like pettiness coming out. Why do you feel the need to speak? I don't know. Like who said you had the floor to speak right now? I don't know. Social media allows you to do that, I guess. Um, but, you know, it, it does go along with that. Like, why, as a third party, why do you feel the need to to input your, like, any two cents, like, any sense into this conversation? Like, it wasn't, it didn't involve you. The only thing that involved you was the status of the product, Right. Because the brother, maybe the brother was trying to sell chocolates. So if you were one of the potential buyers, you would just want to know that your product's okay. And so to that, you'd say, "Oh, okay, cool, thanks, good, good thing the chocolate's still there." Like it, an appropriate understanding of that would be, "Good thing that the chocolate's still there." That's a complete understanding of the situation, along you know to your perspective. As a buyer, what what is the proper? And I think yeah, they're they're saying proper. Just to, you know, delve into the, the my word choice. Yes, there is a proper and improper way to perceive a situation. If you see siblings arguing and understand that as your moment to, I don't know, break up an argument. But it's a, it's a small, um, very just word, like literally like a word choice kind of argument. Like, oh, what did you say? Oh, I said this. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say that kind of argument. Um, why do you think it's your big day to be to be the hero and be like no arguing on this day forth? It's not. That's not your time. It's not your place. It's not where you belong. 
Um, that's a very improper perspective and kind of understanding to have of this situation. Now, if you said, oh, that those are siblings arguing, siblings argue all the time, it's going to be short and sweet, whatever, whatever, on to the next one. You know, that's when, you know, like, okay, that's a, that's maybe a more proper um, perspective, maybe a proper understanding to have on that situation. But you might rebut what I just said and say, but Nico, Bakuami, how, how are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know that it's a small argument? How are we supposed to know that they're siblings? And a lot of times is you're not. And that's why, as a general rule, maybe we should teach this in schools too. Don't speak on things you sh- you're not educated about. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say sure, by the way. that The S-H kind of sure, sure, sure. Sir? Sure? English is weird. I hate this. That kind of sounds just, yeah. So, you know, if you hit me with that rebuttal, I answer your rebuttal with that. Don't. Why would you speak on something you're not educated about? That's how you make yourself look like a fool. That is why people look like fools on the internet. That's why there's so many jokes about people on the internet. That's, to be honest, that's one of the reasons me in my personal life, I kind of stepped away from social media just because it is a lot of... Idiocracy a lot of the times, but that's my personal opinion on it. That's my like super personal opinion on it. Not because I say super because you know you're listening to a podcast where I'm talking and you're listening. You can't say anything to me right now. This is no this is no Twitch stream. This is no interactive one v one. No 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 no. This is one, and that's it. It's just me talking. But. Anyway, I kind of forgot where I was, but I I think you guys got the idea. Make sure to check your perspective. It's not I'm not saying that any one perspective is bad, but you have to understand that maybe your perspective is not allowing you to get a complete and whole understanding of a situation or of a thing. And just be I was going to end right there. But I forgot to talk about relationships just because those are completely different. And I'm only wanting, I only want to mention this to, um, this is more for me than this, you know, like a conversation point for you guys. But I think you can, you guys could benefit from hearing me kind of solidify my thoughts out loud. So with that, like warning and please don't judge me kind of, uh, comment or like precautionary word uh please don't like judge me for how i view relationships you know each one person is different so um thanks <laughs> i guess uh, but yeah so perspectives in in my experience and to my understanding perspective and relationships can be sort of difficult um when there is a lack of communication if there is a lack of honesty between the two if there is a lack of being able to convey emotions and explain reactions 
and to clarify body language because body language is kind of like this thing we all teach ourselves or learn how to interpret but it's very seldom a thing where wow sorry about that mucus it's very seldom a thing where the person who's giving off the body language will explain it I know I have to explain a lot of my body language just because there is a lack of sometimes. And there is also um, the fact that I have what people call RBF. So my resting face is not the kindest. In the slightest, it is not kind at all. Um, And the thing is, I almost always have a resting face on. Because I'm, I'm a very quiet individual, or I tend to be. Um, And maybe for those who kind of know me, they're like, you're not quiet at all. Maybe. That's what you think. That's fine. I get that. But me personally, I know that I am a very quiet individual. I don't really say too much a lot of time. I don't like to say much. I think it gets me in trouble, stuff like that. Whatever. But because of that, I'm very calm a lot of the time. And if I'm not quiet, then I'm very calm. And my calm, relaxed face is very angry looking. And that's okay. Um, It's just, like I said, it's just something that I've had to explain multiple times. I'm like, I'm not upset. This is just my face. And maybe one of the listeners has that issue as well. When my face is relaxed, I don't have a smile on. When my, you know, I, I do look very angry. Some people have like a, kind of like a smiled resting face. Applaud, I applaud you, but you're not going to get that kind of look from me. I'm so sorry. And so I've had to explain that. Um, it, there's, there's been so many times where someone's like, are you okay? Hey, are you doing all right? Are you angry? Are you tired? I'm like, I am just existing. Why are you asking me this right now? I mean, all those things tend to be true at any given point in time, but... Why are you asking me this right now? I don't look any different than I think I did yesterday. I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, sorry about that, guys. It kind of—I I guess it's going to cut off a little bit right there. But I was walked in on uh, just because I don't live alone, uh, nor am I alone at the moment. So people will walk in and give their problems to me. It's very lovely. Love my life. Anyway, uh. I really don't know where I was going. Um, I hope you guys can't hear that classical music. Because it's kind of, to be honest, it would be kind of... And just on the off chance that you can hear that classical music, I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon, I guess. So, before I do that, I'm going to give my final thoughts on perspective, I guess, and I was in relationships then. Okay. Um, the same thing I was saying earlier about perspective stands true for relationships. Please take a better time. Um, well, what I said earlier, but it goes a bit more. If it's a romantic relationship, please take the time to understand one another. Take the time to get that. The other person is an, an individual just like you with their own thoughts, their own thought patterns their own habits, their own past, and their own, you know, preconceptions. And that's 
probably one of the biggest things about perspective that we have to think about and worry about and understand either about ourselves and about other people is that we have a lot of preconceptions. Preconceptions and things like stereotypes, things like past experiences, they can misconstrued our thinking and our understanding of the situation. That is why, wow, communication is key. Communication is the biggest key. And you cannot expect to know someone or understand a situation if you do not communicate, if you do not speak. Because someone's body language is different than yours. Someone's, you know, reactions are different than yours. Someone's inner thinking are different than yours. And, you know, how they feel about the same things that, you know, could happen to you is completely different than you. So you have to... You have to communicate. It's awkward sometimes, yes. But it's it's better. Is it more awkward to have an air of weirdness or uncomfortable in, or um, a lack of comfort because you didn't, you know, confirm something because of a lack of communication? Or is it better to have that resolved? And especially if, like, you're an overthinker and you're like, wow, I... I completely thought that you were like upset at me and, and the other person's like no is is that why you looked confused these past few days and you're like yes and, you know it's it's just like a lot of times it is just a big misunderstanding but sometimes it can be a big, big misunderstanding on your part and and that i'm referring to kind of like maybe before a platonic or a romantic relationship sorry not platonic Say you think someone's giving you off googly eyes and you're like, oh, I think this person's giving me off the signs and, you know, they're kind of into me. But the thing is, <laughs> she's just not into you. I think that's a song, right? I hope I hope people got that reference. But, you know, sometimes that could be the case. So just be like, hey, why do you look at me like that sometimes? And if they're like, what do you mean when they look at you like that sometimes? you kind of like... You know, why don't you, you know, if you, you can ask questions and save face at the same time, you know, you can be more tactful. I mean, that's what I tend to, to do. I'm like, hey, what's that? What's up with that face? You're, uh, being given me. Face with those eyes. Like, kind of smirk a little bit. And you look at me, then you look away quickly. Like, what's, what's that about? And you're like, oh, that's just... Oh, that's just me saying hi. You're like, oh, okay. Because sometimes we overthink things when we're into the other person. And that's, oh, that's such a fun thing that no one... I, I haven't heard that spoken about in a little bit. I haven't heard that mentioned in quite a while. We overthink things when we're into the other person. We might, we might find things that are normal for them. And so maybe, especially if it's someone we've known for a while but have just now grown feelings for, right? So maybe it's like a friend, like a, a, like a really good friend, like a best friend of yours, and you're like, wow, I never noticed that. You know, it's been like, what, three years, and maybe on the third year, like, wow, you see him in like a pretty dress one day or, you know, a nice suit. I like to give give uh, examples for both both sides. And you're like, wow, I never noticed that they... Wow, they clean up pretty well. What the heck? Oh my gosh, they look good. 
shoot, do I look good? Then you start thinking about you, you know, like, what? Dang, they look good. Do I look good? Will we look good? We could look good, don't we? You know, those thoughts start to fill your brain, yada, 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 yada. And, and maybe, you know, the thought hasn't hit them. That train of thought hasn't hit them. They're just like, oh, snap, it's my best friend. Yo, what's up, best friend? Hey. Um, that slapping sound was me dabbing myself up. And you're kind of overthinking the same things that have been going on for three years. Right? They they, they might dab you up and, and give you a little hug. And you're like, oh my gosh, did he hug me a little, like, tighter today? I feel like, you know, I feel like he gave me a little good squeeze. I, I don't know. Like, is, he, is he into me? Like, I'm into him? Maybe. I don't know. And then you might, and that's how you embarrass yourself because you don't communicate. You have to, you have to take a, a moment, a breather. You know, the the proper way to think. I, I believe the safest thing to do is to say, wait, am I overthinking this? I should clarify. And there's a, there's a smart way to clarify. You can save face while doing it. It's just to ask about their actions. You know, it's just to clarify their actions. And if he's like, ha no, I've been doing that for like, Three years, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> what we we always hug each other, bro. We're friends, right? What do you what are you on about? Are you okay? You're like, I noticed you, you can even ask, did I, have I seemed a little off to you lately? You know, you ask something like that, and they're like, Yeah, maybe you have, maybe you have. I think that's an important that's a really important question to ask. Have I seemed off to you lately? Sorry for the silence. I'm just thinking. I'm just, I'm just, I, I mean, that's not, that's not something I... If I'm being honest, that's not really something I've ever asked anyone. But that's, a, that's an important... I feel like that's a really important question to ask as well. Especially if you don't want to, like, come out and just be like, I like you. I feel like you like me too. And they're like, I don't like you at all. You're my friend. Can't we just be friends? What are you on about? Ha <laughs> ha. You know, so... I don't know. I think... I think I'm done for today. I've got a slight headache. Being asked to do errands. And I want to avoid any more interruptions by cutting it off. So, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. And whether you're at the gym, at home, um, reading a book, eating ice cream, or whatever... I hope you guys all had an awesome time listening to this episode, and I hope the best for you. And so to say goodbye, me and my favorite pup, come here, I'm going to say goodbye. You have anything to say to the people? Okay. 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 All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Aquamio!